0: Okay, well, Albo went off yesterday. Australia can spot a fraud from a long way away, and they're onto the marketing guy. But it gets worse, because when he jets out, as of tomorrow, Barnaby Joyce will be the acting Prime Minister of Australia. Barnaby Joyce is the whoopee cushion of Australian politics. You know, you shouldn't laugh when you hear him make noise. (laughs) But somehow you just kind of have to. <laughs> the whoopee cushion of Australian politics is obviously not talking about you, Julian. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Good to be with you. Oh, that's funny. That, I mean, that—that's a hashtag. It's already started. Hashtag whoopee cushion of politics. Uh, I don't know. Um, Barnaby will be acting prime minister as Scott Morrison heads over to Glasgow. Uh, He's got a a net zero policy with no real uh, substance, just a a bunch of slogans, and I actually wonder if there's anything inside the pamphlet.
1: Well, you don't know whether to laugh or cry watching these mobs some days. Hats off to one of the journalists this week, I thought had the best line. Uh, She announced to the nation her plan to become an Olympic swimmer by 2050. Um, She said she didn't intend to do any training or change her diet or lifestyle. She was going to rely on... Future improvements to swimsuit technology um, with net zero chance of being achieved. Uh, but jokes aside, this, yeah. is, this is beyond a joke. Uh, the threat is real, and not just playing our part to combat global warming, but the threat to the Australian economy. The world stands ready, the developed world to impose carbon tariffs on Australia, decimating large swathes of our industry and export space and trade if we don't play our part and the prime minister's flying off tonight to an international conference taking tony abbott's targets there's not a not a change to the interim targets we've gone through this fake fight with the right-wing nut jobs in the national party the nation's endured for 2 weeks and this bloke's taking tony abbott's targets there's nothing in that plan it's not a plan it's a pamphlet there's nothing new there's no costings no modelling He's just making stuff up no legislation and he thinks if he says plan a lot, he said plan 95 times in his press conference that people might believe him. He's selling out the nation.
0: I just wonder uh, what the deal is with the Nationals. Apart from uh, Keith Cole Pitt being put <laughs> into the Cabinet, I mean, what else? Uh, what other goodies have we, have we got in store, do you think?
1: Well, who knows? What he signed up to, what they've, they've bribed him with. Um, he didn't get much, whatever it is. All he got was that he could take off, um, you know, probably in front of his net zero commitment. So now he's allowed to say he's aiming for net zero by 2050, but there's no change on how we might get there, no real plan, and no change to the medium-term targets. It could be nuclear power. As He promised to waste billions of taxpayer dollars building a coal-fired power station. He's already wasting $600 million building a gas power station in the Hunter just to try and wedge Labor politically. Um, the economists say that that gas station will lose $150 million a year for its life. So he's blowing $3 billion on a giant atomic-sized wedgie for the Labor Party. Um, so who knows what he's signed up to?
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we don't know yet. Although I do get a, a few notes, uh, and I know it's not necessarily your, uh, your portfolio, uh, but you know, maybe there's a bit of credit to this. Labour hasn't necessarily released any costings or modelling or or real policy uh, on net zero. Is that a fair statement?
1: No, I don't think so. We'd said uh, last year that there were two big events on the horizon that were going to fundamentally impact uh, the global context before Labour could outline our roadmap. And we will outline our roadmap before the election. The first was the US presidential election, and we saw that come to pass with the election of President Biden. That fundamentally changed climate policy and politics uh, and the Glasgow conference. So we need to see uh, where Australia ends up post-Glasgow and where the world ends up. But we've always said we'll follow the science. Labor has announced far more policies than the government, though, about how we might get there. The rewiring the nation project. You know, this mob built the snowy hydro too, But they they haven't actually found a way to connect it to the grid. It's like getting the battery without the cord to plug your phone into. Um, We've announced policy on community batteries, cuts to electric vehicle taxes, uh, 10,000 new energy apprenticeships, uh, and we will have our roadmap out there. So we're not going to be swayed by the government's political tactics trying to make this about us. They've been in government for nine years. This is their ninth year, and they still don't have a plan.
0: Well, that's right. I mean, they're the ones in power. Uh, look, I, I hope that uh, both sides of the argument release their modelling, their policy and their costings well ahead of whenever the election is so that people can, you know, uh, make an informed judgement. I, I, I don't like the idea of... Uh, with respect to either your mob or the current mob in power, releasing, you know, just scared details ahead of, uh, you know, what's going to be an extremely important vote at the next federal election, so long as people have a bit of time to digest it and we can have a debate on it and then, you know, choose, obviously, which policy. Because I think the last time that was one of the issues. I think with Bill Shorten, there was just not enough detail and, and people... You know, and it just gave an opportunity for a scare campaign, all the rest of it. So I, anyway, look, that's just me, what I hear from, from my listeners and people that correspond to this program. And that is that people want detail and they want enough time to be able to, I guess, put, uh, you know, their thoughts and consideration to it, Julian.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, people are not fools. And you, Australians, your listeners, frankly, are way ahead of the government on this. People have now, broadly across the community, overwhelmingly accepted the science. Understand we need to do our bit, uh, and even for people who are still a bit sceptical about the science, I, I don't agree with them. But you know, even those people now understand that the global economy is changing rapidly. The world is decarbonising, yeah. and we have to we have to get on board. We can't be missing out on the opportunities and left stranded as we are. So we'll have our plans out, but. You know, honestly, these are strong words, Marcus. But I've never felt more contempt for this government than watching them this week. Yeah, well, um, at least the yeah. right-wing nut jobs are saying what they believe. <laughs> but the, the liberals, the liberals, say one thing in their electorates and do another thing in Canberra. And how can they look any young Australian in the eye? How could they go to a high school or a university, sure, and, and, and explain and defend this?
0: All right. Now, when you say right-wing nut jobs. Um, I don't know, for some reason, uh, the guy that I speak to uh, after 7.30 comes to mind. uh, He's put a challenge out there. He wants to debate you on this program because he says that nobody ever wants to debate him. I'm speaking of uh, the One Nation Senator Malcolm Roberts. (laughs) What's so funny? What?
1: Oh, Oh, Malcolm. Um, I don't understand Malcolm. I've met him a couple of times. He's a very polite little man. Like he's, you know, seems like a nice enough chap. But the stuff that he writes and he says is just mad. I don't think you can debate that kind of irrationality, mate.
0: Well, but how so? sorry, I
1: shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't no, laugh. No, no, oh, that's oh, okay. It's,
0: I mean, I know you're not I being you're back. That's okay. But when you say you don't think you, you can... do it, Because his argument is, oh, I have the data, I have the empirical data, I've done the research, I'm, I'm well-read, I understand what I'm saying, I have a lot of people who agree with what I'm saying, but nobody will debate me on it. Whether it's, a, you know, whether it's climate scientists or those opposite in politics, he, he claims that no one has the kahunas to take him on in a debate.
1: Yeah, look, the research is really clear about people like Malcolm Roberts. There's a very small, hardcore minority, probably about 10% of the population, who believe what they believe. They cherry-pick statistics. They quote them. They don't deal in real facts and evidence. They're not climate scientists. They don't follow the scientific method. They won't be subject to peer-reviewed papers. They just pick random stuff and keep saying it. And you you can't change their minds. You can't debate them. I've had to accept they troll my Facebook page. We've all just had to accept you have to leave (laughs) that 10% alone. You can't do anything with it, mate. But most people are not like that.
0: So so that's a no. You won't debate him? (laughs) There, there, There
1: honestly is no point. Life's too short.
0: All right.
1: Let Malcolm be Malcolm.
0: Well, uh, I do, and I and I get him on because uh, even though, as you say, uh, he represents a minority, everybody deserves a voice, and that's uh, we're a broad church on this program. I just Indeed. nod my head uh, along, and yes, Malcolm, that's fine. And all right, mate, uh, always good to chat. Just quickly, you've got about uh, thirty seconds here. Um, sure. The cashless debit card. How's uh, how are things going there? You've introduced the legislation.
1: Yeah, we've introduced the bill. Uh, it would liberate thousands yep. of Australians who have already been forced onto this card and protect all age pensioners from being forced onto the card if the government's re-elected. Mm. It's now up to the government to allow a vote, particularly those Liberals, like uh, some in Tasmania and elsewhere, quietly, who don't support the scheme. Good. They need to put their money where their mouth is mm. and cross the floor to allow a free vote.
0: Yeah, well, they didn't the last time on a number of issues. All right, mate, good to chat. We will catch up you again too. next week. Thank you, Julian. Yeah. There he is, Federal Labor MP Julian Hill.